0: Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma, healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Live Well podcast. Today, I have a juicy, I mean, I always have a juicy episode. What am I saying? I have another juicy episode (laughs) for you, and that is all about my evolution. I really get into it, and I'm literally sharing everything that has allowed me to evolve over the last three years, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, we get into the nitty gritty. So listen to this episode at least once for like absorbing, then come back, take notes and absorb all of the goodness and all of the tangible tips, tricks, things that I'm telling you, because this is literally everything that's brought me to where I am today. It's a juicy one. It's a good one. Plus I took your questions from the portal, but I'm really excited for you to be listening to this episode because I love helping women evolve. I love helping them step into their full potential of all that they are meant to be in this life. And so many times when I meet women, they are destined for so much more, so much more in their jobs, in their relationships, in their health, in their finances, in their their everything. So this is going to be your stepping stone in terms of how to do that. And you guys know I don't hold back because me sugarcoating this is not going to help you. Right? so let's dive in. I have a couple like notes, I think one, two, three, four, five, maybe like seven things um, and I also have your questions that I'm gonna do at the end just in case I like I don't answer any of them. So my evolution, everything has brought me to where I am today. Let's start with number one my willingness to let things go. and like I'm fearless about it. And so what I mean by this, is that I'm actually willing to like let things dissolve away that need to be dissolved away. Whether that's, you know, in my business, whether that's in like my personal life, I will like add tidbits and stories. Like, for example, when I was in my dark night of the soul in 2019, going to early 2020, I knew I had to let like that past relationship go. And I just like, I let it go. I made the moves, willing to let it go. Beautiful. When I you know, used to do a lot more food focus. I used to post a lot more recipes. I still love my recipes. I still love creating food. I still love, you know, telling you why gluten is so damaging and why you should stay away from inflammatory oils. I'm all that, but I'm also and more. But what I had to do was like I had to let go of, I couldn't be fully doing all that, you know, that many hours per week and evolving into who I am now. Right. But I'm so I'm willing to let aspects of me shift, let aspects of me go that need to be either come smaller parts of my business, still parts of me, but smaller parts in order to step into larger versions. And so often what I see is people are not willing to let go of relationships, let go of old jobs, old friendships, old people, old ways of doing things in their career to step into another evolution, right? But I can't step into another evolution if I'm not willing to let that old one go. I can't, have a better relationship if I don't let an old one go I can't have a better business if I don't let certain aspects of the business that just aren't working or isn't my full potential or my my highest good you know go can you imagine if I just stayed doing recipes how many thousands of women's lives I would not be changing by the deep healing work that I am meant to do in this life and one is not better than the other this is not to say you make food recipes it's less than what I do They're both amazing. They're both incredible. However, for my highest potential of my highest evolution, I needed to let things go. And I do so fearlessly. Let it go. If this structure doesn't work my business, boom, let it go evolve. If, you know, I need to change the boundaries of a container, the boundaries of this, the structure of my one-on-ones, it doesn't matter. I let things go. And I'm fearless. like, I just move and I'm fearless in that moving. And I've said this before. If there's one thing I could breathe into your life, it would probably be courage. The courage to be fearless and willing to let things go and not necessarily wait. So many times people waste time waiting to let things go. And the reason they're stuck or blocked is simply because they haven't let things go that they need to let go. And so my ability to like ascend or evolve quickly is because I'm fearless and letting those things go. I'm always meeting my edges physically, mentally, spiritually, financially. And that's why like the expansion that I've had is literally in direct proportion to my willingness to meet my edges, even physically, you know, I used to still like Pilates, still like all that kind of stuff. But now that I heal my adrenals, you know, when I turned 30, I decided I was going to do strength training work. So I'm meeting my new edge of lifting, lifting heavy weights, new personal records. Guys, if you ever told me <laughs> that I was going to press, leg press 200 pounds above my head, or like the leg press machine, I'd be like, Pfft. And I definitely didn't start there, right? But I'm always meeting my edges. I'm letting other things go that are not working so that I can evolve into another version of me. Which also brings me to the fact that I'm always willing to learn and I'm never too good to learn. Oftentimes when I see people stuck on evolving, I don't even I don't even believe you're stuck, but I'm gonna use a language where you might feel like you're stuck or you're quote unquote blocked. I'm always willing to learn and I'm never too good to learn. So I'm always expanding myself, learning new things, reading, podcasts, containers, different people. Like I'm always willing to learn and I'm never too good to learn. Like I'm always going to be a student of life because I always want to expand myself. Right. And so sometimes it feels like people stop learning or stop being willing to learn or willing to expand themselves in terms of the wisdom that they know. Well, which brings me to another one. Let me like write that down. Hmm. I knew I was going to have more as I, as I got through this episode. Uh, Okay. The next one, I am willing to sit in my shit. And this might be probably one of the most important things that I say in this episode. And I do not say this lightly. I'm very good and I'm very willing and fearless in sitting in my shadows Like, I literally, like, I froth at the ability to do more work and expand. If I have something come up and I get to heal it, oh, my God, like, yes, I get to expand. Boom. Right? But I will have the life that most people choose not to have, not can't choose, because I'm willing to do what is required to have it. Remember, we don't always simply receive our desires. We receive the experiences, personal power, lessons that are required to hold it. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't willing to sit in their shit. They don't want to look at their shadows. It is hard. It's called a shadow for a reason. It's not like the prettiest thing. It's not the vibey Pinterest board aesthetic. And while I love me a vibey Pinterest board, I'm telling you a vibey Pinterest board is not going to fully make you evolve. It's like a sugar on top because the fun little activity. But if you're not looking at your shadows and you're just trying to find vibey Pinterest images on a board and calling it higher self, I mean, that's not only going to do it. Remember, life is a choice based on what you're willing to do that's required. And a lot of us just have a lot of shadows. Like I would not have evolved the way I am if I wasn't willing to really sit in my stuff, sit in my deepest, darkest shadows and let it out and transmute it and cry and get angry and alchemize. And that's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do. I mean, that's also the work that led me to finally being able to heal my chronic health issues right? Supplements and clean diet can only take you so far. Very passionate, very important. Move your body, eat well, but also sit in your stuff. But it's my willingness to sit there. And that's what like the people in my world and the clients in my containers, they are willing to sit in their stuff. That's why they heal. That's why they reach the height that they do. That's why they have the relationships or build the clients or the money, the whatever they do It's because they sit in that. Which brings me to this very good question that was asked actually in my Disrupt container, which um, is like a group Telegram container. Where people just plug in and ask me questions to disrupt the frequency they're operating at so they can integrate a higher one. And I was asked, was it yesterday, day before? When is it good to do shadow work? All the time. <laughs> the shadow work does not stop. <laughs> I think, again, one of the things that allowed me to evolve is that like, I didn't just sit in my sit in my shit in 2020 and be like, oh, okay, I'm done. I did the work. We're good to go. That's it. I'm done. No, I keep sitting in the deeper layers of it so that I can keep going, evolving, and keep going. Wonderful. Keep going. Right? Like shadow work is is not like a a start and finish kind of process. It's like a lifelong journey. Right? But if you want to expand, you're going to have to work at different shadows at different levels. Are they the same shadows as what I was doing two years ago? No, they're different ones. They're deeper ones, deeper layers, but I'm always doing shadow work. Right? So when is a good time to do shadow work? It's all the time, right? But it's your willingness to do it. And again, not bad or wrong. If you're not willing to do it, that is perfectly fine. There's zero shame. But... Is that in direct correlation to what your life looks like in all aspects? Yes. If your relationships are shitty, do your shadow work with the relationships. If you're spiritually like messed up or like things you feel like aren't going your way, do the shadow work around that. Where are you not owning your spirituality? Where are you hiding your gifts? Where do you feel like you your gifts are too weird and you can't own them? Like If you feel like your business isn't where it wanted to be, what's the shadow work in your business? Are you scared of being seen? Are you scared of being judged? Are you having imposter syndrome? Are you blah, 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 you know, your wealth, do you shadow work around wealth and you're going to have to do it at different levels. And that's what I mean by like different levels of things. So like, no, my dealing with the same mommy issues I did in 2020. No, but there's deeper levels. uh, Not of that, but of other things, you know, that I work through that I keep going. And that's why the willingness to go there is everything. And that's why it's a choice. And again, it's not a right or wrong choice, but the people that are willing to go there and the people who don't shy away from doing the work are the people who expand and evolve the most rapidly. Which brings me to my next kind of point, and that is emotional intelligence and figuring it out. A lot of times what keeps people from evolving is that they come up with a roadblock and like they give up versus I am very much a... I'll figure it out kind of person, but it requires a degree of emotional intelligence to operate with that kind of mindset and that kind of power. When I first started making YouTube videos, do you think I knew how to make YouTube videos? No, were they perfect? My God, no, but I taught myself how to edit. I taught myself how to put a camera together. I taught myself iMovie. Then I taught myself Final Cut Pro. Then I taught myself this, like I figured it out. And so there's an emotional intelligence in figuring it out that is required to evolve, right? And you have to be willing to, you know, as I think it's Marie Forleo who says, everything is outable, Love that. But there is a different kind of shift you'll notice where you stop reacting to things and instead you go into like, all right, you want to figure it out. Just have to figure it out versus thinking, oh my God, it's spiraling. Everything's burning to the ground. Okay, let's just figure it out hmm, and figure it out. Which brings me to my next point. If I believe, I'm going to swear here. I believe it's fucking possible. And I put, we swear on this podcast, the full fire live. I actually believe it's fucking possible without a fiber of doubt in my being, of my expansion, where I get to go, where I'm evolving to. Not only do I believe it's possible, it's matter of fact, and it's probable. <laughs> and I'm unwavering in that. But a lot of the time, people don't evolve because they don't actually believe it's possible or they don't believe it's possible for them. And then that's where we, going back to willing to sit in your shit, if you don't believe it's possible, all right, what is the programming, limiting beliefs, worthiness stuff that we need to sit in to transmute that? But we don't. Instead, we're like, oh, must be nice. Liv can do that. I wish I could do that sometime. That's not possible for me. I came up with this family upbringing, this type of family in this generation of this recession of blah, blah, blah. blah, I'm sorry. Sit in your stuff, transmute it and get to the point where you not only believe it's possible, but it's probable. And it requires that, right? Because you have to be willing to believe in a reality that you don't see yet. Evolving this fast means you can't necessarily wait for external circumstances to move, which is going to pause that for a second. That's going to be my next point. You have to be willing to believe in what you don't see yet. It's like, it's a visionary thing. You know, if we think of Steve Jobs, very much willing to believe in a reality that people told him he was crazy, insane, never going to happen, not going to do it. Boom. Right. You have to believe it's possible more like probable, which brings me to my next Thing that's led me to here next note number what we're when we were on four or five i don't wait for external circumstances to move so many times i see the reason that it made me feel slow is that you're waiting for the outside reality to match to you instead of you being at a vibrational frequency long enough for that reality to calibrate to you and i've made a post about this before like months before i had the wealth the wealth had landed in my body Months before I had the health, the health had landed in my body. Then months before I had the relationship, the relationship landed in my body. It's based on who I was operating at for a period of time. And then it landed in my reality. But otherwise, if you're waiting for external circumstances to move, you're waiting for the circumstance in order to create the life. It's just the chicken and the egg need to be flipped. You're going to be waiting a long time. And that's why people feel like they're not evolving is because they're actually waiting for external circumstances in order to move. And, like, you have to be willing to move before they're there. Like, full stop. And you just do. And that has to be who you are. That has to be so ingrained in who you are. Like, you are just moving. It's like, you don't even, not only do you not wait for external circumstances, you're too busy moving to notice the external circumstances. Okay? Then you will evolve. Which brings me to my next point of I do the work always, even when things are good. And I think was I talking about this in the portal, the free community. Time is weird, guys. So I have, and I got different containers. I don't know where I'm saying things. I think I say this in the cow ceremony, whatever. I'm gonna reiterate it again. I always do the work, even when things are good, because this builds momentum. You know, sometimes people are feeling good and then they drop off, and that's the reason they're not having momentum right? Do you eat healthy once and then, Oh, I eat my healthy meal. I can have McDonald's now. Like, no, you keep eating healthy to keep feeling good. Just like I keep doing the work. I don't only do money work when I like, if I felt lack or scarcity, no, I I keep doing the money work to keep the good going and to build that momentum or whatever it is, you know, whatever work you're doing, mindset, work, personal power. Like I work on mindset, personal power, money, all of it every day, always. When things are good i keep going right and that's what allows momentum to get even better but if you're only doing things when things are bad or you feel like oh i'm feeling like lack of scarcity let me do something to shift my mindset back you're never going to get build that momentum right think about it like a snowball you're only rolling the snowball when like things are quote-unquote bad or not ideal you never actually get to the state of overflow when things are really good so like you need to move when things are good And you also need to not wait for external circumstances to move. So both. Essentially, always be moving. (laughs) Always be doing it. (laughs) Don't wait for external circumstances. And don't only do the work when you're feeling lack. In order to build momentum, in order to keep evolving at a rapid pace, you want to call it quantum leaping, whatever you want to call it, you have to move even when things are good. Which also brings me to, do you only move when things are good? Like, if you... (laughs) Again, and everything, that's why I'm saying it's, it builds on each other, just always move. But if you only move when things are good, this comes back to waiting for external circumstances to move. If you want massive shifts, it's about moving before the reality is in front of you. Yet, yeah, that's the difference. If you always need circumstances to be good before you move, you keep yourself stuck and you keep yourself from evolving forward. And this is not about like shaming or wronging the parts of you that are doing this. Again, just be aware of it because the awareness changes everything. So instead of letting the circumstances dictate, notice and observe where you are doing that. Oh, well, that's interesting. Hmm. I've been responding to that, you know? Oh, I've been responding to the fact maybe, like, the Instagram algorithm is down and, you know, I'm not getting as so many likes or as so many story views. I mean, you know, like, that response that and then I feel X way about my, I don't know, offer or whatever. I don't respond to that. You think that's going to dictate how I feel? No. <laughs> Really? Right. So like, you got to look at these things because it's very important. Oh, if people are reaching out, you know, in the DMs for your offer, oh, then I feel good. If people are watching my story, oh, then I feel good. If people are liking it, then I feel good. Oh, my boss is doing this. Okay. Then I feel good. Look into where that's leaking because you can either be in like lack fear environments and that can cause a lot of stagnant energy and not moving forward and very ordinary results. (laughs) If you want exceptional life, you have to set exceptional standards and the standards are the moves you make. So you can either create lack vibes or abundant environments where the desires come to life. And you are going to, by reflecting on what environments, like you're only moving under certain circumstances, right? And really take radical responsibility when you're quote unquote stuck. What are the parts of you that have not been seen, felt, or expressed by not having the things that you desire? And is there a part of you that enjoys being stuck in victim? Is there a part of you that maybe is scared of expanding are you scared of evolving? I've worked with a lot of people who are scared of evolving. Scared so yeah, they're gonna lose their relationships, their friends will treat them different, their family will treat them different. You know, whatever. Can I guarantee that's not gonna happen? No. But guess who doesn't give a shit? It's me! We're 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 vibing today, guys. Have I had people walk out of my life because I was too successful? Yes. Have I had friends stab me in the back, talk shit about me because I surpassed them, whatever. I don't view that as that, but they did. Yes. Because I'm not going to promise you that those things won't happen. But what I can promise you is that you need to have the personal power to hold that if you actually want to evolve. If you are terrified of you know losing friends or you know your partner or whatever, if you make more money, your business explodes, that survival mode... Will kick in and protect you, quote unquote, protect you, so that you don't. When you become resilient and you have the emotional intelligence, haha, and you're willing to sit in the parts of you that would feel rejected or abandoned, then that's fine. And then you end up attracting the most beautiful souls into your life. Promise you 100%. So you'll lose what you don't need and you'll gain what you do. But again, going back to number one, I'm willing to let things go. If friends don't support me, gone. If you couldn't celebrate my highest cash month, gone. If you can't, you know, support me, like, I think I said that support me, be like be actual genuinely happy for me, gone. I don't have the space for that. Right. So where, where are you not in congruency with this? Because I guarantee you there's a lack of congruency somewhere in your field, somewhere in your life that you're not fully aligned with. It all has to do with alignment, being fearless, doing the work when things are good, not letting external circumstances dictate whether you move or not, believing it's possible before the reality gets in front of you and sitting in your stuff. And I also want to add in sitting in your stuff doesn't mean like sitting and being stuck. Like I've seen people be stuck in like lack, you know, not clients, but people I know be stuck in lack for a long period of time. So it's not, it's about transmuting and moving through the lack, not just sitting in it or the grief or the fear or the, you know, whatever emotion it is. You actually have to transmute and alchemize it and move through it, not just get stuck in it like quicksand. You actually have to move through the mud. But like, that is the, these things have been some of the biggest things that have allowed me to evolve. And they sound simple but you'd be surprised how many people are not doing this. So I really want you to take an inventory. I have more things to share, but so far, take an inventory of like, where did I maybe just call you out? <laughs> where were you like, shit, like live is right. Maybe you're a bit triggered. You're welcome. I do it from love. Cause I actually want you to expand. And I could tell you that like, I evolved by making a vibe Pinterest board, not true. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to do, cherry on top. Do I love the vibes? Yes. But if you're in lack and scarcity, a Vibe Pinterest board is not going to transmute that shadow work for you. I love you, but no. Which brings me to my next point of I am deeply aligned and embodied in who I am. My mentor actually said to me was it last week, it was last week. Again, time is weird. She's like, you are one of the most aligned embodied people I have ever met. And then she went on for a couple of minutes and the voice had to say, kind of more about that. And I take that so seriously because I'm aligned in what I teach. I'm aligned in what I preach. Like I don't say things that I don't do. I don't, you know, I'm not saying all this because I haven't done this. Like I say these things and I teach the things that I've been there, transmuted and moved through, mastered. So if you feel like you're not evolving, is there any part where you're not in alignment, where you're not fully embodied, You know, are you saying you want this kind of relationship, but you're putting up with less? Are you saying you want this kind of business, but like maybe your boundaries or the embodiment of how you're leading in your business is not a match. Like you have to be self-led. You have to be willing to lead yourself. And so really asking yourself that, like, do I feel fully aligned in this? Where am I not embodied? Where am I not in alignment in your business? Do you feel fully aligned with your offers? Are you fully embodied in your offers? You know, I, I wouldn't start going tomorrow. Hey guys, like join me to do how to, how to get million dollar months. I'd, that would be not embodied. I don't have million dollar months yet. Mm-hmm. Getting there one day, right? But look at where there's a lack of congruency. Your evolution is a factor of your alignment. And I, I, the way you show up in one area of your life is also how you show up in other areas. So your relationship cannot be in alignment and that will affect your business or your business or your work, life and career cannot be in alignment and that's going to affect your friendship. And like, it's all a ripple effect, right? So you have to look at everything, you know, even where you're living, everything. Even when we think about your actions versus maybe you're journaling in the morning, you might be journaling out. I am wealthy. Are you behaving like someone that's wealthy? Are you embodied in what that looks like on a day-to-day basis? Spoiler alert, if you were, it'd be here. And this is not bad around. This is just to point you where you actually might have shadows that are actually going to move the needle for you. So always do an inventory of all these different aspects of your life. And actually look at it from fun. I don't look at it like, oh, another shadow. I've got so much shadow work to do. I've got this and this and this. Like I said at the beginning, I froth at the ability. I'm like, ooh, okay. How can I grow and expand and become a deeper, more embodied version of myself to be able to hold this new level of my desires, right? Which brings me to my next point surrounding yourself with expanders. And I think I've talked about this in my alignment episode. Live in-person immersion this summer, the rewire immersion is a three-day experience to recode and heal your nervous system. We are diving deep and doing all the somatic and energy work to crack you open and be activated for all of the love, pleasure and abundance you desire. If you're ready to let go and alchemize what's holding you back and feel more magnetic than ever before, then this is for you. The rewire immersion is like nothing you've ever seen before. It brings together the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual body to embody and alchemize a deeper level of healing. Even if you've worked with me before in person is a whole other powerful energy. Just come and see. I cannot wait to see how much this transforms, not only your life, but how your energy and aura explode for those around you. All the information is down below. If you have any questions, just DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I'd be happy to hear from you and answer everything you have. So this is going to be next level. I will see you there, but we're going to go back to this. The reason I evolve quickly is because I get into the energy and the containers of people that are evolving quickly and are at a place where I am not that I desire to be. And I think I've told the story before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this little story and then um, we'll, we'll go from there. But I remember and I told this in wealth, Rico, that's where I did. I told this in wealth, Rico briefly this morning, beautiful container, I, the, this container that I've led for wealth. It's, oh my God. The, the depth, it is profound. I've never seen and even been in a container that has touched on wealth like this one has. Anyways, I remember when I graduated medical school, passed my boards and everything like that, it was like February, 2020, passed everything, good to go. You can, you know, be a doctor or whatever. And in March of 2020, I hired my first business coach. And I remember I was like, it was kind of scary, but I was like, you know what? I'm willing really to do this fearless. I know that I can get where I want to go by getting into the energy and learning from someone who's already been there and can tell me how to do it faster. So that's what I did. I had made $236 in February of 2020 within hiring her within three days. I had secured $10,000 cash by learning from her. And doing energetic work, actually. It was not even strategy because I felt like I was running the hamster wheel of strategy and I didn't know whatever. You can go back and listen to the episode of my business journey. It's like from $236 to like 70k plus months, whatever it is. Go back and listen to that one. I think I tell it in more detail. But I surround myself with expanders. Always. But if I tried to do it all myself and maybe I was surrounded by friends, especially the friends like I had back then who weren't fully, like, didn't have the same mindset, didn't have the same abundance, they was very lack and scarcity. It's not bad or wrong on them, but, like, I was very new to this world, like, very new to, like, law of attraction. Like, I basically knew nothing. That's a very tough energy to expand in when the dominant energy you're surrounded with is, like, lack and scarcity, right? Especially when, like, then I didn't have the personal power. Now, with the love personal power I have, if people come out with lack and scarcity, like, it doesn't, I'm unwavering but I'd had to develop personal power. Very hard if I didn't have like a coach, like a mentor that had like, you know, really good friends that I made. So surrounding yourself with expanders is like a portal to quantum leaping wherever you want to go faster, right? And so now I surround myself with expanders. I surround myself with mentors who are (laughs) high six, high multi six figure to seven figure months. Jesus. Wow. So I can learn, so I can expand faster. So like everything is figure outable and you can try to figure out yourself. Will I take longer? 1000%. And I'm just not interested in it taking longer. So I surround myself however I can. My friends are expanders. Like my mentors are expanders. All of it is expanders. And then I also, going back to, I don't wait for external circumstances in order to move. I get myself in containers before I'm like, you know, there yet. To me, it's so cool to be in the energy of someone making million dollar months. Like that's just to learn, to absorb and hear from her and like ask her questions and like have, give her like have personal feedback for me. It gets profound, right? Right. Even just like who you surround yourself with, like my fiance, let's, let's dive into like personal relationships too. mentorship is important. Let's dive into personal ones. I'm going to, when I refer to like, actually it was a couple X's. Maybe we'll do X number one and X number two compared to like my current fiance. My current fiance is like the most supportive expander, like blows my mind. His his, uh, incredible depth ability. But like before did I have people who shut me down who told me that they did not believe in Akashic records, that I was psychic, that I could do this, I could do that. That told me like my business model wasn't scalable. That told me I should price things like this or do things like that and blah, 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 blah. Which is very like lack energy. Very like just not supportive, very not great. Can you imagine like if your relationship is like that and that's like, you know, you obviously you spend a lot of time with. And that's the dominant energy like that's very hard to get out of, especially when you may not have the resiliency and the personal power yet, but it's very hard to develop personal power if you're surrounded by that energy. And at that point, it's actually better to not have energy around you at all than to have one of lack and scarcity. So yes, yeah, surround yourself with expanders professionally, but also friendship wise, romantic relationship wise, have a zero tolerance policy for anything less. And they may not understand everything, does my fiance fully understand my full alienness right now? No. <laughs> he can meet me at a very, but like if I go off too much about like galactic energies and Pleiadians and this and that, it's a little much. But he still like respects and supports me fully because he's seen you know my abilities, what I can do, etc. So please surround yourself with expanders. Don't let anyone tell you you know that things are not possible. Even parents, I remember. I think I've told this story before, when I left my ex number one, my mom was very like, oh my God, what are you going to do? Are you sure? How are you going to live? It was all about whether I was going to survive as like, you know, shelter and food and all of this. Let's just say we blew it out of the water, right? Be very careful who you surround yourself with and really get yourself into the energy where you can learn and plug into people who, and again, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, these people have all the answers and, you know, you don't have the answers within you. hundred percent. I want to be like, you have all the answers within you. However, sometimes if you have limiting beliefs, if you have structures in place, you may not be able to fully tap into your own divine wisdom and truth if that's the case. And so they can help you, you know. Through that, and help you connect to your wisdom and give you insight about hey, like this is what works for this. This is how to move through, you know, imposter syndrome. This is how to move through fear showing up. This is how we need to like go in and heal this. This is how you handle, you know, this level of business. You know, what allowed me to get to XYZ is this. It can be very tough to even see your own blind spots, right? So, really think about all these points your willingness to let things go and being so fearless about it. You know, whether that's relationships that need to be let go, you need to let a certain place go. Maybe you need to move. Maybe you need to let a different like aspect of yourself and your business go. I don't know. Maybe you really, really just want to knit sweaters for cats. So you got to let everything else go that you, you know, isn't in full residence and go more full fledged than that. Or maybe that becomes like, you mainly knit sweaters for cats and like you do a small portion of whatever you want to do now. Allow yourself to be multifaceted, right? But be willing to let things go and be fearless. Always be willing to learn and never feel too good to learn. I'm never too good to learn. I'm never too. And also I want to add, I'm never too good to learn from anything at anyone at any level. I'm not too good to learn from a free class. I'm not too good to learn from, you know, other people who are, I don't know, because I don't. I don't know, not making as much as me or whatever it is. Like I know. I'm always willing to learn and I'm never too good to learn. I'm, I'm doing a recap in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> I'm willing to sit in my shit. This is the big one. Cause most times the reason you're not evolving is they're just there's shadow, there's sticky stuff that needs to be cleaned up. Not bad or wrong, but let's clean it up. Emotional intelligence and figuring it out. I believe it is possible, not only possible, but probable. And again, that requires personal power. I do not wait for external circumstances to move. I remember when I hired my mentor, I hired her for full year 2022 and I oh, sorry, 2023. There we go. And the way she works is you have to pay in full before the container starts. So I had to pay for the full year of 2023 in 2022. Was that meeting my edge? Hell yeah. Was that the most expansive, also delicious feeling to be held for 12 months? Yes. Why? Because the evolved version of me is not interested in short-term three months. The evolved version of me is interested in long-term, especially because I knew she was my person. I will say like I was with her for six months and then I knew she was my person. And I was just like, let's do a full year. So I guess like sometimes you define your person and then, you know, but like, I was like, yes, being held for a full year feels so yummy. There's no lack, there's no scarcity. There's an abundance amount of time. It's the most like held feeling. It's like being in a long-term relationship. You're just like, so like landed in it, right? So I don't wait for external circumstances to move. I do the work always, even when things are good to build momentum. Don't stop doing the work because things are good. And that doesn't mean that like every day is grueling. Like, I find the work fun. Like, I love connecting in the morning. I love doing all that. It's part of who I am. Like I actually enjoy doing, it. like I said, I froth at the ability. And doing the work doesn't mean like I'm sitting here crying every day, you, know, letting out massive trauma. <laughs> no. But do I do little things for my mindset, my personal power? Am I always expanding my knowledge and wisdom about money and how it works and the energetics to bring more in and receiving more and holding more? 100 percent. So, yes, move, you know, do the work always even when things are good, but also, don't only move when things are good. Move always. And of course, are you in alignment and are you fully embodied? And this also challenges you to be a more authentic, expressed version of yourself. There I'll I'll add a little tangent onto this and then we'll get to the questions. The reason that I've had such an evolution is because I'm fearless also in being embodied and aligned. I'll speak like language on Instagram. I don't care. I'll, I'll put it in the portal. I'll be seen for that. I will fully own that I'm psychic and I can read your field pretty instantly and tell you your your traumas and I can see where you are, how old you are, the color dress you were wearing. Yeah, I own it. So many people are not owning the fullness of who they are, right? Fear of being seen, fear of being judged. So like, where are you dimming your brightness and all that you are versus owning it? And that's not from like an arrogance way. that's just from like a a confidence way. But you have to own who you are. And your gifts and your abilities and your genius. Because you have a genius. And chances are you're not fully owning that. And you have to be embodied in it. And then the last one is surrounding yourself with expanders. Professionally and personally. Always, always, always. Be ruthless in cutting out people who do not fully support you. Who do not, you know, expand you. And at least set up boundaries and barriers so that they can, like, respect, right? They don't have to fully understand. They can respect, though. And that's where, like, they don't project their stuff onto you. That's where, you know, if they can't be happy for you, then they need to go. But it's very hard to expand. And, like, if you want to think about rising, if you have, you know, concrete bricks tied to your ankles of people weighing you down, it's harder. You can still do it harder. All right. We're going to get into the questions because there were some juicy ones that came through inside the portal. We have a sip of water. I'm like so thirsty. Actually, before I get into questions briefly, I will mention that we do have several amazing portals right now to help you evolve. There's the rewire immersion. Guys, this in-person retreat, I'm going to call it an immersion. This is so much more than a retreat. Is literally everything you're going to need to release everything holding you back. It's like working with me for a year in three days. It is going to be the most, it is, it's its own vortex. It's its own powerful portal vortex. Like it's going to have its own energy. There are modalities and things that I'm doing in there that I can only do in person. So even if you've been a client of mine, you're going to experience like next level magnetism, embodiment, integration, releasing, letting go. Plus I can actually like physically help your body, like let it go. And like, the, it's, it's just going to be magical. So we will leave the details for that down below. We also have the Align Delete Mastermind that's open right now, which is for those of you really wanting to build and scale a business in a way that feels aligned while letting go of your shadows and helping your nervous system anchor in a new level. So that's if you already have a business and you want to hit to like the multi-five figure months, that's for you. And then of course, there's always one-on-one. You can message me about spots for those. And then we have a beautiful number of other containers, depending on where you're at, what you need. So never be shy to just reach out and then I'll always give you like the best container for where you're at. I mean, there's sacred codes that's getting a makeover now that is actually going to be a profound space for powerful women who want to raise their frequency every single month. So if you feel like you want to be in the space with other women that are really interested in doing this work and expanding, it's going to be like a no brainer, especially for $180 a month. It's going to be profound. So we're really excited about all that. Like I said, we will leave links for down below, but always feel free to ask me questions on Instagram. So let us get to the questions. So we're going to start with the first one. If you could pinpoint one thing that took your spirituality to the next level, what would it be? I said this in the cacao ceremony on Saturday. I have transitioned from Gandalf the gray to Gandalf the white, which sounds like that is the best. I was speaking to actually one of the, um, one of my friends has become just so special to me. She's like I said, you will bring in the people. She's full alien like I am. And we we're talking about this. And I was like, literally, I have, I've become Gandalf the White in the last month through working through, you know, shadows and everything like that. And like, I, it's no coincidence that Gandalf the Grey, you know, falls to battle the monster of like shadow and flame. I think his name's Borag, Borlag, something like that. The shadow monster. You think it's a coincidence that Gandalf the Gray falls into the mountain to bat, battle a shadow and comes out as Gandalf the White? No, it is literally a euphemism for battle your shadows and you will become Gandalf the White, right? So I've been feeling like that. The activations in my field, in my abilities, and I thought my spiritual gifts were profound before. Guys, it keeps getting crazier. But if I were to pinpoint... One thing that took it to the next level, owning it. So many people dull their spirituality, dull their gifts, don't own their full alien. You know, what allows me to evolve is like, okay, I can speak light language. Let me be seen for the fact that I can speak light language. You know, I'm psychic. let me be seen for that part. So many times people dull it and they don't fully own who they are and they don't allow themselves to express it and they don't connect with that version And they unfortunately spend too much time connecting to like the 3D matrix of what's not even real, limiting beliefs and structures and like societal programming that keeps them in a state of lack and in a state of not fully tapping into your gifts. So the one thing is like you actually need to own your gifts and like sit in your gifts and allow them to expand like a muscle, right? You can't go to the gym once and expect you to lift heavier muscle. You don't have to spend three hours a day, but you have to go to the gym regularly, right? to lift heavier and heavier. So if you want to evolve spiritually, you have to flex that spiritual muscle. You have to practice and it becomes faster and more rapid. And so now, you know, for example, I did my Akashic readings that were 30 minutes. I can deliver a lot of information, 30 minutes. I love like my 60 minute long sessions. There's not as required because I'm just a lot faster at giving the information. And we get to the point a lot quicker. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of information to take someone, but I just feel like I like 30 minutes is digestible. I give you a ton of information. We go from there. I'm able to read your field a lot more instantly. But the only reason I've evolved so much spiritually is because oh, well, so I sit in my shadows, you know, I've sat in the field of like, releasing past lies where I was persecuted, you know, vows of not owning my gifts so that, you know, I could hold them back in this lifetime because like I died for them, like all those types of things the quote unquote cliche things that need to actually be dealt with. So sit in your shadows and like own who you are. A lot of the time, spiritually, you've probably been persecuted or somehow like it's held you back in like a different life or you were died or stoned or this or that. You actually have to own it and be seen for it and be comfortable with that. You don't think people say weird things when I post light language, 1000%. Do I care? No. But good question. Own it. And because I know who you are specifically, I know you need to own your gifts more own, own, own your gifts. And actually sacred codes would be perfect for you. Okay. Next question. What is the best advice you would give to someone who is looking for massive growth? Like you've had become aware of your shadows and sit in them and transmute them. I know it's hard, but the ease and flow comes from moving through the mud. Like the reason I can hold this evolution, if you want to call it, is because I've gone through it to be able to hold it. You know, and I and I continue to do it. Where I was Gandalf the gray, I'm now Gandalf the white. We're in full priestess vibes, guys. But you have to be willing to. And again, that's not bad or wrong if you're not. Like, that's beautiful. If you're not willing to, there is like no shame. Beautiful. If you desire more and you know that you are meant for more, please sit in it. That's the biggest thing. And unfortunately it's, I don't want to sugarcoat it for you. Right? Something you wish you knew sooner. Mm. This is a good one. What do I wish I knew sooner? Hmm. I think what I wish I knew sooner is that there's an impatience part that I've really had to, and it's still like my, Biggest thing I have to learn in this lifetime or one of is definitely patience. Especially because time is an illusion. You can collapse time. <laughs> I wish I knew sooner that I needed to have my own internal reference point. Not even new, but like, cause I knew it early on integrated like faster. Like I wish I knew sooner to always have like my own personal power was the thing that mattered most in this world which also brings you back to like surrounding yourself with expanders. If you have someone who's always pushing down your personal power, it can be really hard to be seen to shine your light because they're always dimming you down. And like, you just may not have the strength to be seen in that circumstance because their, their power just overpowers you, unfortunately. So I wish I'd done that. What else? Is there anything else I wish I knew? I feel like I wish I knew not even knew like the realm of what's possible like will just blow your mind I remember when I first started out and all I wanted was 10k a month and you know now I'm surrounded with expanders that are doing high multi-six some bigger months and I'm like what? what that's possible that's right and so I wish I knew that like it's going to even be even better than you imagined in whatever you think you're reaching for, like reach higher. That's what I wish you knew. Reach higher. Don't be realistic. I wish I had been like less realistic sooner to like collapse time more, be l- less realistic and more kind of crazy in what you believe is possible. That's what I'll say to that. Okay. What is your number one business expanding tip teaching about pricing your offers, especially with one-on-one work? It's not about you. It's really like it, it just like it wasn't about me when I first started. It has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with obviously the transformation you're giving someone, which I could say is priceless, priceless. But, I mean, if I were to say you would no longer be bloated anymore, that's worth thousands of dollars to you, if not hundreds of thousands. If I was saying, you know, your business could be like this. It's it's what I price at is not necessarily what it's worth. It's always like less than that because most of the time it's priceless. But when pricing your work, you got to take yourself out of it and focus more on the client. And by taking yourself out of it, you're also then taking yourself out of the equation of like the pressure. Because, and this is also something that I've had to learn a lot through my evolution. I could want something for someone so bad. And I've had to like, when I say one of the biggest lessons in my business is I had to learn to not want it more for them than they wanted it for them. I could want you to heal. I even want everyone hearing this to like have the most beautiful, magnetic, have everything you desire. But I can't want it more than you. So that's just like a side note. That's something I've really had to transmute. I tend to want things for people more than they want them for themselves, which never works. You know, they have to want to do the work. But what I will say about pricing your offers, especially with one-on-one work, Is that it's normally programming that gets in the way and or comparisonitis and you're looking for it to make logical sense, but it won't make logical sense. So you just have to listen to your intuition. And so there's a second follow-up question. How did you stand your power selling your one-on-one package when you were new in your business? Cause I knew what I was delivering, but it was less to do with me and more to do with the knowledge and expertise of what I was giving to them and like the service that I'm providing. It's not about me. It's about the service I'm providing to them. So take yourself out of the equation. Take your own self-belief, your own stuff out of it and make it about them. Always make it about the client. Always make it on the service you are providing for them and price from a way that obviously is not too less for you where you don't feel like it's a fair exchange and price it in a way that's nourishing for both of you and is reflective of the service you're providing. Like, for example, it wouldn't make sense for me to charge now when I charged two years ago because who I am has evolved rapidly since then, right? So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, that would be my number one expanding tip with pricing it because it's, it's nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with like the service you're providing to them. Good question. You might really like the aligned elite mastermind because we're gonna work on this. Chances are, standing in your power in your business has to do with like other people's limiting beliefs and garbage that are getting in the way, and we're gonna release, transmute that in that container. Can you talk about the other language you speak and how that happened to you? I can. I did Bufo. I had a massive release. <laughs> uh, hi, Kashi. And after that, like a massive throat chakra release of purging. And after that, I could speak light language. It's literally like, not that that's required for you to speak light language. Like, I know people who can speak light language. It just happened other ways for those people. That's just how it happened to me. Um, There was a big, you know, blockages I had that needed to be released. Past life stuff needed to come out. Once my channel was open, I just started speaking light language. Actually, for the first time, it was like maybe like two days before that was like the when I had that release and then two days later I was in Tulum and I did the um, first soul ascension, the first round of soul ascension attunement. There we go. Wow. If you guys were there, you know, that was like one of the, I can still see it clearly in my head. It was one of the most defining moments of my life and the light language start coming out them. And I just ran with it, but again, I owned it. Um, so I just started speaking it. Now I just own it. I speak it to myself. I speak it sometimes in the portal. I speak it when I do energy clearings. It's, Again, I noticed that I had actually been speaking it early in my life. I've done a lot of healing in the last like, year and a half, a lot of like deep work. And I realized I was actually speaking light language when I was little, like a kid, but it was shut down in me. And I actually had to like heal this one instance of, you know, being in my grandpa's foyer and all this Basically, my gifts were shut down. And I realized I was speaking at random times. And I just like, people always thought it was gibberish. People just thought I was like making random noises. You know, when I was little, but it wasn't. It was actually light language. And like, I remember that, that landed in my head. I was like, oh my God. It was just like shut down a lot. And so it would only come out in like little bursts. And then people would make fun of it. So I just stopped. And now I kind of like let it flow. So that's why I started speaking light language anyways, that has been the journey of my evolution, how I've gotten to where I am today, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, all things. I'm always willing to meet the edge. And I also want to add, and I did a post on this. I don't desire to evolve from a place of not feeling enough. I want to tell you that if you're doing this from a place of like needing validation and needing to feel enough, This is not going to be a fulfilling journey for you. Everything I do, all the moves I make now come from like a genuine expansion of like, I'm excited to expand and see what more there is for me. It's not so I can feel enough. If that's the case for you, please go heal that first. We can, we can work on that. We can do this from shadow work. I had to heal a lot of that in my first like year of doing this kind of stuff. Of like needing to like feel a certain way, a certain income level, a certain number of followers, or certain number of whatever. It's all, it's all fun now. It's like I've I got to the point where I always knew that I was enough. I always knew I was worthy, and like everything now is just sugar on top. It's just like how how can we expand? How can we how can we do one more rep? How can we lift a little bit more weight? Like it's fun. I, I I find it so fun to go to the gym now. I never thought I'd be someone who said like they were into strength training. Oh, when I go ahead and do PR, I am just like on fire. I'm just like, yes, go to my edge of what's possible. I love, I love going to the edge of what's possible. Mm, I froth the ability. Yum. And it's just who I am, right? So like, it's not just who I am in business, It's who I am in my physical, like at the gym. It's who I am in my relationships. It's who I am. Like, it's all of it. So if you have any questions, please reach out on Instagram. Um, if you have a question about a container, whether that's a fit for you, please reach out. If you feel like, live, I'm ready to evolve. I just don't know where to go. This is where I am. Let me know where you're at and we'll find the container for you. And yeah, I hope you found this valuable. I hope you learned. This is the honest to God, like no BS kind of thing. All the tangible things that I actually do. I sit my stuff. I do all the things. If you've been to my containers, you know what sitting yourself looks like and I just do it I just do it so that being said I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will see you in the next one